Welcome home to a life without limits, where you honor your alignment, nourish your soul, and awaken your inner goddess. Some days we fly, some, well, we've got you, sister. Abundance is your birthright. This is your remembrance. Hot Mess Goddess, juicy conversations for a luscious life. Welcome to the Hot Mess Goddess podcast, Kiara. It's so lovely to have you here. I have your little bio in front of me, just a tiny snippet of it, which says you're a speaker, author, success and mindset coach and entrepreneur. What a thrill. Yeah, it is. It didn't all happen suddenly though. (laughs) It never does. That's what we're here to talk about today. So One of the things I found really interesting was the Proctor Gallagher training that you've done. Welcome first. Like it's, it's great to have you here. I got straight into the juice of it, didn't I? Oh, look, it's a thrill to be here. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. So Proctor Gallagher, talk to me about that. That would have been a massive decision and then a massive process to go through. Yeah, massive in every way. But I really look back on my life and I see that every step in my journey brought me to that. So I'll just give you a little bit of background for the context of it all. So I was born as Kiara and three days in, mum had everyone call me Kerry because she thought from her heart that people would not, you know, the kids that I would go to school with, that I'd get teased. So she just thought, Kerry's going to be easier. Let's just call her Kerry. So for the first 29 years of my life, I was Kerry, but on my birth certificate was Kiara, which was my grandmother's name. And when I was 29, I had a health crisis of ear infections and back pain like nothing else. And on, my, on the eve of my 30th birthday, I was living in Sydney, Australia, and my family came up and I was so ill, like I was dizzy, I was unwell. Uh, again, my name at that time was Kerry. And my mum and I jumped into a cab and the Russian taxi driver, who I truly believe was a, an angel in human form at the time, picked up I wasn't well. I was sitting in the back seat. And he said, I know you don't know me, but I do numerology and I need to do your numbers if you'll you'll allow me. And, you know, we were on our way home after doing some shopping and, you know, my mum just looked at me sideways. The look on her face was, are you kidding me? You don't even know this guy. And I was so in search of something and I said to him, okay, just park the car when we get home and you can come in for a cup of tea and you can do my numbers. And I'd never had anything like that done at that stage before, but I was very drawn to what he offered. Yeah. So we went inside, mum reluctantly went to the kitchen to (laughs) have a cup of tea and I grabbed him a piece of paper and a pen and he said, what's your name? And I said, Kerry Louise Tino. And he said, I'm not getting anything from this. I said, what do you mean? That's my name. And we bantered back and forth and he said, I'm not getting anything from this. What were you born with? What was your name when you were born? And I looked at him and I said, oh, Kiara, but that's not my name. And he said, ah, that's why you're unwell. You're off your soul path. Wow. Right? Big thing to say to my beautiful mum who did the best she knew how. And he went in to double check with her 
And then he crossed out Louise because he said that has no bearing on your life. It was my confirmation name, but he said that has no bearing on your life. We need to cut, cut that out. We need to bring Kiara in as your middle name so that it's not too much of a shock to your life. And in 12 months time, I want you to change it by deed poll and remove Kerry and you're then Kiara full on in 12 months. And even as he spoke, as much as I argued it, because I was so, you know, entrenched in the family paradigm back then, I I knew that there was truth in it. So in short, he gave me a, a name of an incredible hypnotherapist in Sydney. He said, go and see this guy. He's going to be amazing for you. You'll get better in no time, but you must bring your soul name in. And that was the beginning of my journey into really living as who I am and bringing that in fully as Kiara. And that was 26 years ago. And that whole journey from there, I became a massage therapist, a hypnotherapist, a kinesiologist, a Reiki master. It was an absolute roller coaster of a ride and joyful discovering more and more of who I am. And, and then discovering, of course, Abraham Hicks, Bob Proctor along the way, The Secret. And then fast forward to 2015, my husband and I moved to New York until last year when this whole COVID thing came about. So we came back to Australia. I was already back here and didn't go back to New York. So there was a big adjustment last year, but the year before, a good friend of mine and I formed a company. We then discovered that Bob Proctor had a consulting program uh, where he taught mindset leadership programs. So we, we invested in that, a big investment, but it felt really right. And we did it for the purpose of just bringing some of that work into the programs we were going to create in our company called Join the Workplace. Well, things went very different very quickly. We both, through training with him, discovered our own path and knew that we wanted to bring joy to the world, not just joy to the workplace. Yep. So I fell in love with this work. I fell in love with the Thinking Into Results program, which we did as training with Bob Proctor, but now I run it as a consultant. It's a six-month program and it's a game-changing program around really accessing the power of your mind. And of course, it's all about vibration and frequency because you change your thinking And that changes your vibration and you start to attract whatever it is that you want in life. And so in a nutshell, that's the last two years. Last year, with all the things that happened last year, I truly believe that personally my life thrived because I was doing the work. I was bringing the material to others. I practiced it and studied it every day. And things really went well for us. You know, we had to go through the move of, you know, grieving, letting New York go. But at the same token, we knew we needed to be here. Everything worked, everything grew. And I have no doubt that it was due to the work that I do and study every day that got us through it. And now, you know, my husband studies every day and, um, we love the work. We love Bob Proctor. And I'm very, very grateful to Proctor Gallagher Institute. Yeah. Well, Bob Proctor is one of the old greats, you know, one that I first discovered, yeah. gosh, 20 years ago and has remained a name. You know, some people come and go, but he is definitely the real deal. And energy and vibration is everything. 
And it, thankfully, that's becoming more and more well known now. And another interesting thing that I love that you said is that you continue to do this on a daily basis because so many people think, okay, I'm going to go and study something or go and get a healing done or whatever, do a course. And then they forget about it and they easily slip back into their old ways. But it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. There's a couple of things I want to say in response to that is like, it's like going to the gym. You don't just go and do one workout and think, ah, that's it. That's all i got to do. My body's right. You know, my weight's right. It's a constant work every day. And for us, it's, it's studying. It's studying the mind. It's studying who we are every day. It's becoming a bigger and better version of us. And, and really accessing the higher faculties of the mind. That's really what this work is all about. Not just operating on our senses, but really choosing our thinking and choosing what we want to focus on through our higher faculties. And it takes studying it every day. It takes doing the work every day, which is absolutely really, it's, it's delicious and it's a non-negotiable for me. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even call it work anymore. I call it play because the yeah. delicious word is exactly it. I, yeah. I can't not do it. Yeah. It's absolutely stunning. And the other thing is like, it's one thing to do this work every day, you know, through YouTube videos and things like that, but you actually take your life to a whole other level when you invest in it, invest in a mentor, invest in this program. When you invest financially in your growth, wow, it just transports you. You're letting the universe know that you're serious and you're wanting a mentor, you're wanting to be guided. For me, it's like, yes, the YouTube videos, all of that is like added goodness to everything that we do when we study this work. And I say to my clients, yes, tune into the YouTube videos. You know, I post them every day when I think that there's something relevant, but that's an aside from the actual study of thinking into results. That's an addition. Or to anything. What I love about the internet and YouTube and all of those options that we have is you can tune into what's aligned to you. And it's yes. a great way to filter out what you're drawn to and what you're not because yes. there's so many different types of teachers and they might all be teaching the, the one program, but you're not going to be aligned with that particular person. And I mm. think that's a really good way to actually choose your alignment Absolutely. And Abraham Hicks is something else that I, you know, I listen to Abraham every day and I find that everything that Abraham talks about is, is in essence what we teach. So it's all about our thoughts and our feelings. And so that really works in tandem with this work. You know, there's Bentinho Mazzaro and there's a whole other host of people who I listen to as part of my daily alignment, but front and centre is this work with Bob Proctor. I just, it's like I've come to this point where I can see everything I've done up to this point has brought me to this. And, um, you know, he teaches, it's the material teaching of the greats, you know, Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale. Mm, my favourites. That Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich book, I think was the very first one. It was a free download that I received in exchange for my email one day mm. and it changed everything, changed mm. the whole trajectory of what I was doing and where I was going and then it's been one hell of an adventure since then. Yeah, and the key is to read these books over and over again. It's not just once. It's The Science of Getting Rich is my Bible 
Think and Grow Rich is the same. There's another book called You Squared by Price Pritchard and Psycho-Cybernetics is another incredible book. It's fantastic. And it's all of the work that we talk about and refer to. For a couple of listeners that might actually have some of these books, I for one know there's a huge difference between reading them and embodying them. You embody them by reading them over and over again. See, I do book studies on the science of getting rich and I've done several of them and I teach people, whether they do the book studies with me or not or they just read it on their own, I often suggest that you read one chapter for seven days and then go on to the next or read the first three chapters for seven days, whichever way you want to do it, but it's repetition. Like this is the thing that we teach is that the power is in the repetition. As you read this material, as you do the work of thinking into results, it's impressing upon the subconscious mind everything that you're hearing and reading and writing and doing. And that is what raises your vibration and changes your paradigms. It's the repetition. So the embodying happens when you take on the repetition. Yeah, and in different ways too, I think that I'd like to add there because some people like to read, some people like to hear things and take things on differently. And so for me, if I'm reading a book, I love to get out the highlighter Mm. and highlight sections. I love to journal on it. I love, you know, and just where that fits into what I'm doing and my takeaways from it. There's so many different processes you can do to really embody that rather than just even reading it over and over as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And even writing things out, like the power of writing is incredible. Even if you see something that you want to highlight, write it out yourself. And another tip is to write it out with your non-dominant hand. Yes. I love that. It's so powerful. And I do it every single day now for over two years. I write with my non-dominant hand, whether I'm gratituding, whether I'm writing out my goals and my affirmations. I literally, even when I went to fill out a form the other day and I went to use my non-dominant hand, I thought, nah, for this, I think I'll just use that <laughs> so that they can read it. But oftentimes though, I've seen a pattern. It's like, I did some, some of my alignment work this morning and I was writing with my non-dominant hand and I thought, wow, the letters flow. They flow better than with my dominant hand. So sometimes it's just, wow. And I find that when I'm going through a shift, like an upgrade, it will be so illegible again. It'll be messy. I'll be frustrated writing with my my non-dominant hand, but I know that I'm about to have another breakthrough. And you're creating new neural pathways by doing that. That's exactly why you're right, Sally. So that in itself is a powerful tool. Yeah, I even teach my children to brush their teeth or brush their hair with their non-dominant hand and just little things like that. Because dad always taught us growing up as kids, I was the only girl. So it was kick the footy with your other foot, you know, like. I love it. He just said, no, you've got to be good at both because if you're coming into the goal from that side, but what he was also teaching us was to create those new neural pathways and, and it was really helpful. So yeah, thanks, dad. Yeah, awesome. He knew. So because you have studied the brain so much, talk to us a little bit about that and what actually happens when we are creating those new neural pathways. So what I say to people is, what is it that you want? You need to really 
see what it is that you want. And most people don't know what they want because they don't entertain that thought. They don't allow themselves to even want what they want, which is the sad part about this. However, through my questioning and through supporting them to see what it is that they want, they discover that what it is that they want is what they love. And so we create a goal around that. And when you're thinking what it is that you want, and when I work with people, we work with what's called C-type goals. And a C-type goal is exactly what you want from your heart. It's in the fantasy realm. It's something you've never experienced or done before. And half the time it scares people that I want to tell people about it. So I help them create that goal, that statement. And then you're declaring it every day. You're writing it out with your non-dominant hand. And what you're doing, you're thinking that thought on a conscious level. And through the repetition of writing it and saying it out loud, you're then impressing that upon the subconscious mind, the emotional mind. And the more you do it, And I say to people, you want to feel what that feels like, feel the joy of that. And that gets impressed upon the subconscious mind and you're emotionally getting involved with it. That raises the vibration of the body. And again, it's through repetition. And you start to then see the evidence in the outside world, the results of that, whatever it is that you want, start to come to you. The opportunities, the inspiration to take certain actions, And ultimately, the result happens. But it starts with deciding what it is that you want and being persistent in writing it out, declaring it every day, feeling the feeling of it, getting emotionally involved with it. And that raises your vibration and that gets emanated out into your environment, out into your world. And eventually, that result will happen. It has to happen. It's law. So you're operating your higher faculty of reason, you're choosing your thinking, your will has you focus on that consistently and then the law of vibration kicks in and then, you know, the result is attraction. You know, you will attract exactly that. So it's really just, A, what do you want? Then Then writing that out as a goal like it's already done, happy and grateful that I am and then embodying yourself with that possibility and raising your vibration that way. So what are some tips when you're having moments of doubt? Because, you know, years ago I went through that stage of exactly that and I was saying the affirmations on a daily basis. I put up my vision board and I was feeling it and then, you know, I'd go about my day. But, you know, as much as my conscious was aware of it, I was only really giving myself that 10 minutes a day to really do that. Then the rest of the day, the crap that I'd experienced in my life and my subconscious beliefs and things had taken over. So it was like a constant battle between my conscious and subconscious. And that can take years if you're not aware that that's happening. So what tips do you have for that? So first of all, just being aware that that's a paradigm. The things that take you out, the thoughts, the beliefs that take you out are your paradigms. And you've been living them for years, as you said. But once you're aware of that, you can then come back and go, okay, I get it. That's just my paradigm that's used to operating and controlling me. But now I've got control. So you come back, you take a moment. If you've got the space and the time and the ability, you take a pen and a paper. And I always say to people in those moments, write down 10 things you're grateful for. It instantly aligns you. 
And then you write out your goal again with your non-dominant hand and you get into that space. And that really only takes two minutes. If you're very focused and vigilant and committed, you take that time when you feel like the paradigm's taking you out and you go, okay, I'm grateful for this and write it all out. Now, I always say to people, you want to be grateful for you at the top of that list because then that, that, that builds your level of self-worth and self-image. So you want to be grateful for you and all that you are and then grateful for everything else that you want to write out there and even be grateful for the things that are still coming, like they're already done, grateful for. And then you write out your goal and very quickly you're right on track. And even if you don't have a goal at that point, a really powerful tip is to just take a moment and be grateful for 10 things and it instantly aligns you. Yeah, absolutely. And me being a word freak and loving the vibration of words, appreciation is a really powerful word and it really shoots that vibration right out into the freaking cosmos. So if you can actually fully feel appreciation for things in your life, whether it's something that someone has done for you that's really nice, appreciation is a really beautiful vibration. Yes. I'm just looking, I read this to clients in our group session the other day, And it's about gratitude. So the whole process of mental adjustment. So when we're caught up in the paradigms of the old belief systems that take us out and they're paradigms, the whole process of mental adjustment, adjusting your mind to coming back to focus on what it is that you're creating for your life, the whole process of mental adjustment and attunement can be summed up in one word, gratitude gratitude like it's already done. And like you said, appreciation is another word, but it literally mentally adjusts and attunes you to what it is that you want and what you're here to do. And just knowing that is so powerful. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head with the consistency as well, because whether you're first starting off or whether you're a couple of years into it, I think it's sped up a lot for people in the last few years, to be honest, than when I first tried all this 20 years ago. You know, and it can take a while for relationships to dissolve that aren't aligned anymore and things like that. Some of those things can take time, but the consistency of doing those on a daily basis, like I don't know how many times I started a gratitude journal and that lasted maybe three weeks and then I kind of got sidetracked onto something else and then I was learning something else and got sidetracked onto that. And I was flitting from one thing to another and forgot about the very basics of just having that gratitude or appreciation for what I already did have as well as what's already coming because it's not in the future, it is now. Yeah, exactly right. You have to be living like that person already. That's the thing. And that's the beauty of the power of this work is that when you're writing out your goal or you're gratituding, You then, you know, close your eyes and it especially works well with the goal because you're already happy and grateful that whatever it is that you're wanting is done. You close your eyes and you see yourself as that person that's already living that life and you step out into your day as that person. It's so powerful. It's amazing when you do that every day, what starts to show up in your life. It is. You're shifting dimensions. Yeah. Like if you can actually imagine that it's because it's already happening in another dimension, time, space, reality. So you can actually shift yourself into that. Yeah. And you know, the thing that they say, like dress for success, like even just being mindful of what you wear when you head out into your day or whatever, like 
that changes your vibration as that person you've become. So, yeah. And, you know, I would like to say there too, that doesn't for women have to mean high heels and red lipstick because my favourite thing to wear in my success state is jeans, bare feet and a white T-shirt with a pen in my hand and, oh, my gosh, that is my ideal state of being. Yeah. And um, that's how I dress a lot of days because that's when I feel my absolute best. That's it. A lot of past stories used to be, oh, dress for success, wear the suits and look like a man almost, you know, like have that power suits and power poses and power poses are pretty powerful actually. But yeah, the dressing can be whatever makes you feel successful and that can look different for everybody. Absolutely. Gone are the days where women have to dress in those suits and look like men just to feel successful. Yeah. And other women love the heels. Absolutely. feel empowered and especially when it's time to access your feminine, you know. So it's really just whatever is your dress that has you feel successful. Yes. Summer I live in dresses and bare feet as well. It's just my favourite, but I feel so feminine in summer. Yes, 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 yes. It's only one item of clothing that I have to think about or choose for the day and it just instantly makes me feel good. Yeah. So yes, that's what I would say for anyone who's getting caught up in their paradigms and the old ways is just to take a moment to be grateful. 10 things that you're grateful for, write them down. Yeah, with your non-dominant hand, I think that's a pretty big key that can get forgotten. And is that your tip too for others that have tried the whole vision boards and affirmations and think, fuck that, they just don't work? Yeah. Is that what you always come back to? Yes. And the other thing too, is I tell people do not compare and do not keep score because you want to create a new and see yourself as that person you've become and feel yourself already having manifested whatever it is, but see it anew and like that every day and don't keep score. Don't look at whether you're there yet. That will take you right out. And, you know, I get that in the past that's happened, but that's why. Because taking your eye off what it is that you want and you're so close, often you're so, so close and, you know, you let that take you out, that whole, oh, but when's it going to happen? Well, it can be so easy to sit there and say, okay, I can feel it, I can envision it, I can see it all so clearly that here I am and I've manifested these amazing clients and I've manifested some money into my bank and then that little voice in the back of your head's going, excuse me, have you seen your bank account? Have you seen the balance? Mm. Hello, this is reality, you know, and that happens. It does, of course it does, but you've got to build the muscle of your will, the higher faculty called the will where you come back and you focus on your desired reality. And very quickly, you practice that. You practice focusing on that thought and that feeling, and it will override that paradigm. It will. Yeah, that little voice gets less and less, and it actually can become supportive. Yeah. You're always going to have, you know, a couple of different, well, I do, I've probably got 10 different voices in my head and all different people in there. But yeah, most of them are pretty encouraging these days. Good, good. Because it's really, that's the other thing too, why I'm passionate about this work. It's about transforming the level of self-image in people. Their self-image is key. Everyone, everything, everything that's happening in our life is a direct result of our self-image. Yeah. And it's staggering to me 
even though I fall back into this time and time again, but it's staggering to me when I really think about it, how many people actually don't feel like they're worthy of living an amazing life or don't actually love themselves and they criticize parts of themselves day in, day out, you know, oh my God, my nose is ugly. Don't like my hair today. Those are the things that take you out of that alignment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was doing, I guess, to put it into perspective, you know, when I had that 10 minutes in the morning of writing and feeling and just really stepping into that amazing, incredible version of myself. And then throughout the day was just nitpicking at every little thing. Mm. And um, no wonder things weren't shifting or they were, but very bloody slowly. Yes, that's right. And that's the other thing too, once you really take on this work and the repetition and doing it every day, you start to really feel the acceleration of moving you towards what it is that you want. And you have to then trust that, oh my God, this is happening. And then your paradigm can come in again and go, hang on a minute. What if you fail? What if you get so far? And then you go, no, 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 no. This is exactly what I'm creating. This is exactly what I want. I'm staying on track, man. This is exactly. Yeah. And it can be scary. Change is scary. Absolutely. But then you've got to keep coming back to hang on. This is what I want. This is what I want for my life. And the better you get at holding that vision and, you know, focusing and no matter what, you know, everything gets sharpened in you, your intuition, everything. Your, oh, your imagination is the most powerful tool we have. Mm, so much. And there's so many incredible different, I won't say tools, but different, I guess it is a tool, different ways you can use that imagination. There's so much you can do. So choose one that aligns as well. Yeah. And just keep it consistent. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I'm sure you would do this on a daily as well. Do things that actually bring you joy. So in the mornings when I remember, depends on how I feel, I'll crank the music and, you know, we'll all dance around and get ready for school and things like that. And it just brings a whole different vibe to your morning and to your whole day than what it would if you woke up cranky and, you know, oh, fuck, I'm running late and all the things that can happen. A a simple thing like music can change everything. Absolutely. Doesn't have to be hard. No. Anything that brings you joy, anything that you love to do, it's perfect. can be a walk, you know, a walk outside, a walk in nature, anything at all, a long, hot shower, whatever it is, whatever it is that makes your heart sing to start the day. Absolutely. Mm, I love it. And another thing I wanted to ask you about too, because I write bios and so I was looking at yours going, okay, so speaker, author, success and mindset coach, entrepreneur. And so that entrepreneur covers network marketing as well, which I've doubled in myself. Mm. So for those that might be in network marketing or thinking of doing it, what was one of the secrets of your success or is it all part of this? you know, what you studied with a Proctor Gallagher? Well, I um, got into network marketing in 2011, you know, uh, with Young Living Essential Oils. And I initially came in because I wanted to use the oils in my business. And, you know, someone had introduced me to them and she said, you're going to love the frequency of these oils with the work that you do. And anything, when someone says frequency, I'm interested. Yep, same. I thought, well, I've got to check these oils out. And so... 
I hadn't expected to grow a business with it at all, but it just became so natural when I was sharing the oils. You're sharing their benefit. You're sharing how they work. There's so many oils for so many different things. And the most perfect thing is that it helps to balance and align us to help, you know, release negative emotions. They definitely are the perfect partner for anything mindset related. Basically, with network marketing, what I came to discover was just sharing what I love, which was the oils. And the other thing that I hadn't banked on, and which is such a huge part of why I love this business, is the community, is the friends that we've created. Here's what I say. There's two things I say, actually, but one of the things is I'm so happy and grateful I said yes to this journey with Young Living because I've made a difference to thousands of others through my yes, because then I introduced other people to the oils and then they introduced others to the oils. And though I don't know every single person in my organization, I know that my yes made a difference to them. So I'm so happy and grateful I said yes. And then the beautiful friendships and the community that we have around us through this business is phenomenal. I didn't expect that. Honestly, did not expect any of that. And that is the most beautiful part of network marketing. That was my favorite part too. Like I'm not in um, Young Living, but that's what I mean. There's so many different companies. Again, choose one that aligns. Exactly. But the community was what I craved the most. And I went to every freaking training for years and discovered the more I went almost, the more I discovered I was a terrible network marketer, but I loved that community and it changed my life. I still use the products on a daily basis and I have stopped doing the business more so I was sharing them, but I've gone on to other things now and still just use them in my life daily. But I gave myself, see, here's another thing. I gave myself a story that I was a terrible network marketer. Mm. And it doesn't matter how much you believe in a product or how much you think that you're going to change people's lives. If that self-belief isn't there, then it has a massive impact. And so it all comes back to that brain stuff that we were talking about and how you actually treat yourself. Like those words weren't very nice. No. See, this is perfect because one of the things I discovered about nine months ago when I started running these programs is that I want to transform the self-image of other network marketing leaders so that they can grow their business confidently, knowing that those that are attracted to them, these products, whatever the products they are, are going to make a difference. But it's about transforming their level of self-image so that they can confidently share and get past the whole thing of selling. You know, it is selling. And it's okay, however, you're selling you, you're selling your connection to other people and you're selling the fact that these products are so part of you that you want it for others that are resonating with with you. So for me, it's about getting, thinking into results into people's minds so that they fully utilize their minds and build their level of self-image. It is definitely all about how we perceive ourselves and how we go about our days because I had no problem when I was a waitress 30 years ago selling coffee or cake or recommending them. Not a problem at all. Yet when it came to selling something, I felt like it was all about me. 
Yeah. And that's another mistake. I think a lot of even healers and I'm a writer now. So even selling my writing, it's like, oh, but I'm selling myself. Like, what if people don't like me? Like all of those things come up, but you're not really, you just have something and people will resonate with it or they won't. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's all about believing in you. And trust me, if you believe in you and you build your level of self-image, you're going to attract people to you. You're going to attract those that are meant to be part of your tribe. And so whether it's a network marketing team, whatever it is, that's it. It's all self-image. And I truly believe that that's what it takes for network marketing leaders to build their level of self-image so that they can confidently share the products they love with others and what's possible in creating that lifestyle through growing a business. I think it's something to be known too, because as much as like getting into a network marketing business changed my life. I don't do it so much anymore, but it led to me podcasting. It led to me becoming an author. It led to me really stepping into my gifts as a writer. It led to all of that. I would never have stepped into that without the training and the community that I got within that. But it also taught me that having different streams of income can be quite essential. Like I think 2015, I joined a network marketing company at the end of 2015. And I went a bit gung-ho at it for maybe six months and then thought I was terrible at it and it just wasn't what I wanted to be doing. But I'm still getting paid today from the work I did in 2015. That's pretty mind-blowing. Yeah. And I don't think I've recommended it or signed anyone up for maybe four or five years. No, but it's because of who you shared with before. You're receiving the rewards of your sharing. You know? And that's oh, yeah. the beautiful part of network marketing is I see it as a blessing. Network marketing business is a blessing to people. Yeah. And even for the sake for me, it's not just that without discovering that I am using the product on a daily basis for myself. Mm. And that in itself is a gift for me. That's it. You know, it's a no brainer for me to do this business and, and now to be, you know, getting thinking into results into people's minds. For me, it's a perfect way for me to spend my days. Yeah. difference. Yeah, it is. And I think another thing is too, because network marketing has a lot of different options, you can actually be a business builder, yeah. which the friend who signed me up is now a millionaire in our company. And she chose to live and breathe that. I yeah. didn't. It didn't align with me to actually live and breathe it on a daily basis because I had so many other things I wanted to do, but it did allow me to go and do those things. So there are many different options. You can do as much or as little as you like in that business. I yeah. didn't want to train teams. I didn't want to have to coach people like that. And so I didn't. Yeah. And so I'm now doing the things I love, but I'm still reaping the rewards of that decision in 2015. So it's pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what company you're with, it's a pretty incredible business model. So I just, mm. yeah, felt like we should share that. Yeah, I'm really glad that we're speaking about it because I did want to mention the fact that, you know, I really, I am passionate about helping transform self-image of network marketing leaders through doing thinking into results because I truly know for sure without a shadow of a doubt that it can do that. The other thing too about network marketing you know, when you buy a wholesale account for a product, whatever it is in a network marketing business, there are those that are, are buying as consumers every month. Absolutely. Now, right? So that's the beauty of when you're selling a product that makes a difference, you also just simply have customers that you're making a difference to. Yeah, it is a shop. And that's what I struggled with 
Because if I was in like a cafe selling what I was selling from home, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But because it was me selling it and I didn't feel qualified and I didn't, you know, all these stories that Mm -hmm. I had about myself that I've been slowly shifting over the years. And a lot of people, a lot of people won't buy from friends because of that. Like, oh, who are you to be selling that? And they'll go to the shop and buy the same thing, but far less quality. And it just blows my mind. But at the same time, you know, established companies like Tupperware, you know, it's almost in every household and that's a network marketing business and people don't realize that. It's like, Mm. oh, really? Mm. So it's just, it fascinates me the way that people's brains work with all of this. And I think it's sad that people don't support their friends' businesses or their family's businesses for whatever reason, whether they think that friends shouldn't be asking money from me or whatever it is, like I just see it as support and giving an impression of increase. And if your products work, I'm going to get them. I I want to get them through you. I want to give you business. I want to help grow you because, you know. Just like you would if they had a brick and mortar business. That's right. Yeah. Mm. And, but also don't feel obligated if the products aren't interesting for you, then don't. But yeah, I think when I first started and I was so excited to share it because it actually did change my health completely. Mm. And I had family members researching it and Googling the company and scam, you know, and then coming to my mom and saying, oh, yep, nope, she's in a scam and blood. It's like, are you kidding? Do you do this to your friend that opened a sports shop or a friend that's selling smoothies in a cafe? Like, wow, and you do this to your own family? It blew my mind that people could be so mean. And here's the thing. People will find what they're looking for. They're going out to find the dirt. There's going to be dirt. Yeah. Because there's people out there wanting to bring people down who are successful and who are doing well. So I just say, okay, well, if they're going to go looking for it, they're going to find it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Well, you can Google Adidas shoes and, you know, the people that are Nike fans are going to be bagging them out. It's with every single product in the world. I think everyone needs to make their own decision. And like you said, if you're drawn to it, get it through your friends and your family who are doing the business. Like get it through them and support them. Don't go somewhere else to buy it. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But look, there's network marketing for me is an absolute blessing. And it's a blessing to people who want to grow the business because you really get to create a beautiful lifestyle for yourself, more time for your family. And, you know, you're making a difference to others and and having them see what's possible, not just through using the products, but through growing the business if that's what they want. Yeah. I think there's three or four, probably more different network marketing businesses that I buy from through friends. Yep. Right. As a product user. You know, yeah. not to build a business, not to do anything, but, you know, I, I happen to use doTERRA oils because I got those through a friend. It's really whatever you resonate with that works. Look, it's all, it's all great. Network marketing's fabulous. Just, I always just say to people, make sure you love the product and you're using the product every day if you're going to grow a business. You've got to be a walking, talking example of the product and, you know, support your people. That's, that's that side of it. Yeah, it does. It makes a big difference if you actually wanted to do the business of it and bring in that other form of income. Absolutely. We talk about multiple sources of income, like you just said, like multiple sources of income. There's lots of ways to make an income. And as long as you love it, then go for it. Yeah. And actually, that's something I wanted to ask you before we finish too, because I have flitted from 
one thing to another in my life. Things that light me up last week won't this week. And certain coaches that I've had over the years would say, no, you've got to stick to the one thing. That's why you're not successful. And then I ended up getting right into my human design and gene keys and found out that's actually part of my genetic makeup to, you know, not stick with the one thing for my entire life. I'm meant to be fascinated by all different things and try different things. And my writing business this year might look different to what I'm offering next year, although I'm still doing what I love. So what do you say to people that, you know, are struggling to find something or think that they're not committed or... I know it's probably a hard question because a lot of coaches do say focus on the one thing. No, I would just keep asking the question, what do you want? And people say, I don't know. And I say, yes, you do. Mm. You're just not letting yourself see what it is that you want for fear of what that might bring up in you. That thought, that paradigm of you can't possibly do that. What do you do you think you are wanting that? Maybe it's the paradigm of people that you've heard talking to you all your life about, no, 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 don't be, don't want too much. Don't be selfish. There are other people suffering. Who are you to think that you can make millions of dollars or do that or do this or go there or whatever? All these other voices, you know, and it can, that can come from anywhere, but it's usually a result of your environment. So I always say to people, what do you want? Put everything else aside, everyone else aside, put everything you're doing aside and what is it that you want? What lights you up? What do you love to do? Everyone has something that they love to do. Yeah, I think that's a good one actually because I think what I was trying to say was, you know, sometimes you can focus on that thing that you thought you wanted And really it's not lighting you up anymore, but that's what you think you should be doing because that's what you started doing 10 years ago and that's what you're going to focus on because that's what you said you'd do. Yeah. But it's not actually what's lighting you up anymore. Yeah. So there's three types of goals. There's three types of goals that people go for. I'll just cover them quickly. A-type goal is something you've already done before. You've just put it in a different package, a different way of saying it and you go and fulfill on that goal, well, that's not really a goal. You've already done it. A B-type goal is what you just mentioned. It's often something that other people say you should do or you think you're supposed to do it. Sounds great in a plan, but does it light you up? Does it make your heart sing? That's a B-type goal that doesn't really cut it as a goal and oftentimes they don't get fulfilled. C-type goal, which comes in under what I just said, what is it that you want, you truly want, What do you love to do? What's your passion? Does it scare you? Yes, usually, because you haven't achieved it yet and you don't know how you're going to get there. That's your C-type goal. That's what you want. That's it. And that's what I help people achieve. Perfect. And that's what you should be focusing on every morning when you get up, every night when you go to sleep. Yep, that's it. It's like, what do you want? What do you love? And I just have, I have people hone in on that. And I promise you, everyone has something that they want. Yeah. And I will take that as to how I'm doing that in my life as well. I have an altar now and I get up every morning and I, that's one of my daily rituals is I sit there and because I know what I want now, I will say, okay, source, God, whatever you want to call it, show me show me what's next or show me who to speak to or guide me and I will focus on that 
Good. And you don't have to have the answer of exactly, you know, a set plan sometimes every day because that can change. But I always just ask and it's amazing the signs that happen during the day, completely random things because I've had that intention. That's it. And that's what I say to my clients as well. You're not supposed to know how to get there. If you know how to get there, then it's not the goal. It's not the goal. You can't know how to get there. And then doing this work, you discover the steps along the way. Like you said, you get the signs, you get the inspirations, the people show up, the opportunities come in. And it's like a jigsaw puzzle. The pieces start to show up and fit, you know, like that's what's so exciting about this life when you're living it like this is like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm really excited to see how it shows up. Yeah. It's pure freaking magic. Yeah. I just love it so much. I laugh sometimes so much during the day because I'll see this sign and go, okay, all right, I'm listening. I see that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's even just confirmation that you're going the right direction. Well, that was my first book that I got published in 2006 was called Awakening the Awareness Within. And it was all about signs and universal guidance. So yeah, they're everywhere. And the more aligned we are with source, with God, the more present we live, the signs are right there. They're right there all the time. It's just whether or not you're open to hearing it and aligned enough to be able to go, oh, okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah. And the more you do, because it's such a fun game for me now, the Mm. more you do, I have these conversations now and it's, it's happening so easily. And five years ago, I'm going, oh, I'm just not connected. I'm not one of those people that knows the answers or speaks to source or spirit or whatever. And here I am, you know, I just had to trust myself and open up to it. Yeah. And look at what you're doing now. You're doing these beautiful interviews with people, helping them share what they do. And, you know, we're all really grateful. You know, you're you're on track. I am. Yeah. It feels good. This is one of my favorite things to do. And I'm actually making sure that it's always ad free and like, so it actually doesn't bring me an income at all at this stage, but I absolutely love it. And I'm just keeping on following that because that's what I keep getting guided to do. So you've got to trust sometimes. The income will come in other ways, if not this way, because of what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, look, every day I sit there and get the message that this is what I need to be doing and focusing on. So I just keep doing it. And I love it. These conversations light me up. Mm. And there you go. There's one of the other things, right? Do what lights you up. That's it. This has been a blast. Thank you so, so much for coming on today. Thank you, sweetheart. I've loved it. Absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. And I will put it in the my version of what show notes are. It's a little bit of a blog, but I will put your details on the end of that. But for those listening that can't be fucked, actually heading to the website to have a look, how do we get in touch with you? Um, Well, on Facebook, I'm under Kiara Sharp, or they can email me. I don't know if you want me to give it to you now, or I can send it to you, but they can email me as well. Or, and I'm also on Instagram. Perfect. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, love. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd be ever so grateful and it would really help a girl out if you'd share the love. Subscribe, rate and review so others can find us too. Much love.